Welcome to Emotional Detox Podcast, where our mission is to get the world feeling again. Here is your host, author, Sherrianna Boyle. Welcome everyone to the Emotional Detox Podcast. I'm Sherrianna and I have a special guest joining me today. She's right here. Her name's Karen Joy. Hi, Karen. Hi, Sherrianna. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're so welcome. And she is coming in all the way from Australia. You can probably pick up on her accent a little bit there. And it's very early. So I appreciate you getting up early with the sunrise, Karen, and sharing all that you have to share. And I'm really excited for our conversation today. So just so my audience knows, Karen Joy is a hypnotherapist who facilitates transpersonal journeys for her clients, including past life regressions, previously a practicing psychologist. She learned that going deeper made a huge difference in her clients and they were freed from their problems and able to move forward in their lives, feeling confident, clear-minded, and loved. Her book is called Lost Soul, Why Soul? How Changing Past Lives Shapes Our Future. Pretty interesting. I know you've got a copy cover there, Karen. Why don't you hold it up? Isn't that beautiful? I love that. Lost Soul, Why Soul? So everybody sees it's by Karen Joy. um, And it comes out, Karen, you don't know this. I didn't tell you this. But your book comes out February 8th, right? So does my new book. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. So we have something in common. Yes. Emotional Detox now comes out February 8th. And they tell me astrologically that is a very good time. <laughs> it is. Uh, numerology too. The numerology and, of it's very good as well. Actually. Yes. And I was delayed. I was supposed to come out in October. And, you know, I always think, well, okay, universe, I guess I'm February now. So February 8th is the day for Karen's book. We both are celebrating that um, today. So I really want to dive into your topic, Karen. Um, What you're a practicing psychologist and how did you start to get into past lives? Well, I was a practicing psychologist, but I've shifted over now just to doing regressions, past life and life between lives. But yes, what happened, I found that psychology was a little bit limited, actually. And because it's got protocols, you're restricted what you can do. And past lives and life between lives is not part of the protocols. And what happened to me, a client came to see me who I, I got so far with her, but I couldn't get any further and she, uh, she she was one of those people who has to help people all the time. She ha- she was helping people, and then uh, I one day I had her with me, and I just was getting quite frustrated that I couldn't help her in the way I wanted to. And so I asked her what would happen if she stopped helping people, and I had asked her to relax a little bit before that, and she said they would die. Now. <laughs> Obviously, they they weren't going to die, but I was concerned. Yeah, I was concerned. I didn't, I I usually, what you would do there would look at the logic of it. Like, obviously, they're not going to die if you don't make costumes for your, all of your friends' children for the play at school. (laughs) But what I asked her instead was, was how would that happen? And she just went into a trance and started talking about 
how these uh, she was in a village and these marauders were coming from somewhere else and she was trying to hide everybody and she hid them, but they were all discovered and they all died. And so because they all died, she was she carried over and she died too, carried over this feeling of guilt that she was acting out in her day-to-day life. And the amazing thing with this was that it went away. She she stopped having this compulsion to help all the time. She could say no, which she couldn't do before. So that really opened my eyes. I, I was open to it. And that really opened my eyes to the power of that process. And so that's when I studied and it took, look, I kept going with psychology for quite a long time, but then I started my practice in this work and stayed focused on that. That's fascinating. What I love, Karen, is you didn't, you didn't start going down that road. Well, this, this woman must be crazy, right? Because a lot of people would, they would, they would slap on a diagnosis, right? Or they would yes. say, you know, you need some real psychiatric care here. You are, you know, losing your mind, but you didn't do that. You, you were, it sounds like you already were interested in this and you gave her a chance to explore that and to express that. And then that impacts the compulsion of help helping others in this life. That's amazing. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And it's amazing. I mean, I can see now why you titled your book and in terms of how we can learning about our, our past life can help with this life, right? So more specifically how past life shape, shape us for the future. And so you decide to branch off from psychology because a lot of us are forced to do that, right? Because you are put in a box and you're considered, you'd almost be crossing the line if you didn't. So I can appreciate that about you because sometimes, you know, insurance and things like that, they, they let you know, I'm not going to pay for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right here. And so you have to sort of break free if you yeah, go ahead. Well, it's restricted. Like I'm agreeing with you. It's restricted yeah. uh, a uh, professional practice like that. So then how did you go? So you had this experience with this client. So didn't, then did you just start exploring it with more clients? How did you get to the point where you actually wanted to write about it? Yeah, good point. <laughs> yes, I did. It kept happening to me with a lot of clients then because I was open and didn't go down that logical track, like you said. Instead, I went down exploring with the client with clients and it kept happening to me quite a bit. And then I studied and, you know, it's just so amazing the cases that I get that I was compelled to share them because that, that's, that's how I started. I've, this isn't the first book I've written this is the book I've written now, and I've written two books with the Newton Institute, the Michael Newton Institute. I don't know if you've heard of Michael Newton. And I've also written uh, my own book, Other Lives, Other Realms, the first book I wrote, which was just to share the sort of cases and the situations that I just shared with you. And it was powerful. They were just so powerful. That's how I got into writing. I felt compelled to share. So would it be fair to say you've, you've developed a knack for 
how to guide people there in a way which can be empowering. Because I know for some people that can be scary. You could also re-traumatize someone if you didn't know what you were doing, right? Or you could put your own bias or opinions into it or influences. And then somebody can walk around for the rest of their life thinking that they were something that they weren't in a past life, right, Karen? Well, I guess theoretically that could happen. And you do need to be you do need to know what you're doing because people don't have these lives as Cleopatra or, you know, famous people. They have usually the lives we go to are traumatic. And the book that I've written now, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, is because I had people coming with um, who were not only victims. We have a lot of victims like that lady who I explained was a victim started getting people who'd been perpetrators and that was a big shift. That was another shift that happened when somebody went into a past life where, you know, they'd been mean, awful, even worse than that, killing, raping. And so that was you. That was uh, a bit of a shock, actually, when it started happening. And But it was just such amazing, again, to release people from that. So I then felt compelled to write this book, which takes us down a darker path into separation, if you like, from source or from source energy, separation from other people, isolation, and then coming out of that. So it's a journey that we take. And the amazing thing is that a lot of those people who've taken that journey are healers. So Hmm. that was a bit of a surprise too, because that's when uh, people who you want to help resonate with you because you've been down that path and recovered from it. Do you mean healers in this life or you mean yes. healers in, okay. <laughs> I'm like, which healers life in this life. Sorry, okay. I should have been clearer. <laughs> Definitely not healers in the past life. They were okay. not. Okay. Were not. So you no. find that, that uh, many of the clients or the people that are drawn to your work, maybe they're not a practicing healer, but they are a healer by nature because there are, not everyone's doing it professionally, but that they have a history of the of this past life traumas in their lives. Interesting. Fascinating. And so it sounds like what you, your experience is the benefits of taking that journey far outweigh not taking that journey. I I agree. Mm. If you're ready for it, if you're ready to go, like you get guided, I believe, to come and see somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's when yeah, when, when it opens up and it opens up pretty quickly for those people who are, yeah. Who are open and ready. Who are and, open and ready. And, and is this, how is it different than therapy, this process? Because with therapy, we're so conditioned to think, okay, we're going to be together for a year, <laughs> right? And is it as similar as that, Karen, where they spend devote a chunk of time to this process? Some do, some mm-hmm. do, and some do need to. Um, so a few play- cases in the book, that's the case. They have come for a number of sessions. Some come for a few and then they're fine. But like one person in the book came for a couple of sessions, one session in one year, I think another session a bit later, maybe another year later, and eventually came with a problem that he had in his current life, he's in the book, and was then ready to open up. 
like there's a trust issue there because they're also mm. sharing some of the compulsions that they've got in their current life. Right. And so he came spread out over time. And then other people have come regularly for a little while just to get to the bottom of it all. Yeah. That's and the process, the process is a little bit different to therapy, but it's similar as well. Yeah. Sorry. I like the way you put in real case studies or, or people that so people can see what they came for, what I'm assuming what came up for them in their past life and how that transformed them. Would that be accurate in terms of your book? Yes, definitely. I do use hmm. their words. I get clearance from them to use their words in the book. So that the story, the stories are the power. It really, you know, there's a lot of power in those stories and how they changed eventually. Yeah. How, how has this changed you, Karen, going into this direction, doing this work? I know you've changed a lot of people, but how has it, how has it influenced you? I always felt that I was preparing for something because I've been on my own journey this lifetime. And I don't think I could have done this work, you know, 20 years ago, I couldn't do this work. It's taken a long time to prepare to be able to do that. Uh, it doesn't disturb me so much now because I have a frame, a frame or understanding of what's going on, which is very important. Uh, I see it as a positive. I see it as part of our learning journey. And so it doesn't affect me that people go now go into those darker lives and be victims or perpetrators. But it, yeah, it's, it's a growing thing, you know, like you're transcending, you're transcending or uh, your perspective of this planet and what's happening on it does change to see it actually as more positive, even though you're going into the negative, you see it as more positive because you see all these experiences as what they are, learning experiences. So that's the positive frame that we put around these experiences. They're learning. And when people come to see me, they've got a little remnant left. They've got remnants left. They've got the learning, but they don't need to have the trauma anymore. And I explain that in the book, how... In, because we have amnesia and we don't remember our past lives usually, there has to be some mechanism that takes us on our evolutionary journey. And that's what I explain in the book, how that works. Um, do you, in terms of, I imagine you've gotten pretty in, strong guidance where you go into this and I, I'm sure you can hear and feel things that other people aren't as well practiced in. What, what, would you say is the main message in all of this? What do you, what is your understanding? I mean, are we just going to keep clearing life after life? I mean, because there can be millions of lives, right, Karen? I mean, what is your viewpoint on that? Yes, we're here to clear up a lot of the trauma that we've had in the past. So a lot, because we've had trauma in the past that hasn't been resolved, carried over, maybe because it's a lesson, you know, we've learned something from it. And now it needs to be cleared up. Well, I see it everywhere, everywhere. All, you know, people reacting in situations, strong reactions yes. that, yeah, that are linked back. Now, it's not that much difference post-traumatic stress in a current life from post-traumatic stress from a past life. Similar process, a lot of emotional release, which is, fits with perfectly with the wonderful work you do, the emotional detox, because that's, 
part of it. That's a really major part of it. And when you do that, as you know, you start to get a different perspective. Absolutely. And that's the, you know, now you're, you're speaking emotional detox language when you talk reactivity. I, that's, you know, one of the things I talk about most and that that's one of the ways we know that there is trauma is when we have a really strong reaction to something and we just can't let it go. And that's when, you know, there's something there, there's something unprocessed. And the more you bury it, that it just, you just put it aside. <laughs> it's not really going away. Um, you just putting it away, putting it away, but it, it will keep resurfacing likely in your behaviors, your experiences. So what you're saying is one avenue for everyone is it could be a past life thing. It could. And here we are blaming our mother-in-law and blaming her. Right. (laughs) right. (laughs) And, and we, it it could go even deeper than that. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. And how do you identify the difference between this lifetime and other lifetimes? Or do you just explore both and see what happens? Well, uh, I ask about obviously ask about the problem when they come in we have a chat about it and look Mm. for what's going on but I don't know I don't really know Mm. I just take them into sometimes into the emotion of it Mm -hmm. and get that let them to go with that and then start exploring just like I explained before with that lady just going into the uh, trauma the current trauma and then suddenly people people are there wherever they are sometimes this life sometimes the past life we don't always know but some of the clients come in and do say uh, I really believe this is a past life problem because they have explored so you know they can't find a link in their current life or not a strong one not one that that is strong enough to account for their reactivity so it is, it's, it's very exciting because you just never know where you're going to go. You can go anywhere in the last thousands of years. Right. I mean, it is, it, it is endless and you, and you have to wonder how it's going to look when this, these, the time that we're in the lifetime that we're in now, there's going to be people clearing this up in another lifetime, right? Well, <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah, you can of, see it. You can see it sometimes <laughs> like, oh, boy, I guess you're going to be clearing that up in the next lifetime because, you know, time's a click in here. Um, and, you know, someone once said to me and I and I love this. They once said, you know, either you clear it, clean it up now or you come back. So it's your choice. <laughs> That's right. That's right. right. Um, I think it's a great uh, way to explore. I do want to make sure and and that everyone knows that you really do have to be with someone well-trained, especially when it comes to hypnotherapy. So even if somebody says they're a psychologist, you had the training to hypnotize people, correct? And I I don't know what it's like in Australia, but I know in the United States, someone has to be actually, it's an additional certification. I think that's important because people dabble and it can kind of ruin it. <laughs> you've got to be very careful very careful what you say when you've got somebody in a trance you need to know what you're doing I absolutely agree I do have clients in America I have clients all around the world mm-hmm. um, because I use zoom like we are doing now and it works fine for this work it's quite amazing but it does yeah so I agree with you you do need to feel some connection I think 
with the person who's right for you. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And just make the, make sure they're trained. And, and the, some of what I like to do is just introduce people to people like you and, and know that you're out there. But I think a great place for everyone to start, if you're interested in this topic is her book, right? So yes. lost soul, wise soul, how changing past lives shape our future. Is there any final words, Karen, that you want to share with people that would help people? So here we are. Um, we're in January 2022. I know your book comes out on February 8th, and, but you can pre-order that now, everyone. And and anything you want to say in ter- that can help people in terms of the chaos that we're witnessing yeah. on a regular basis and hearing, and it is traumatizing. I mean, we're all being traumatized all the time, especially if you watch the news, right? And yes. what do you, what have you learned in doing in your work of how, that something that could help people right now? Well, I do think reading books helps to expand your view of what can be happening. And you can see a little bit more deeply that this is a process, I believe, what's happening at the moment is it is opening us up and asking us to detox ourselves emotionally, which is what you do and what I do too. That's Mm -hmm. the work that we do. So I do believe that that is happening. And I think people with their reactivity, I think if we feel out of control or overwhelmed and we start thinking, maybe this is an answer like past lives or your work that you do, there's a lot of people around helping at the moment, people with these, these issues. I think that does make a difference. So I, that's what I would say. If you're feeling disturbed and overwhelmed or out of control in any way, that it's worthwhile seeking help. And I always believe in asking for guidance, like our guides, our spiritual guides, which I don't know if you believe that we've got them. But oh, I yes. think a lot, yeah, I think a lot of yeah. us do. Yeah. And we, they don't interfere with us. They trust us and they believe in free will. So yeah. they only come in when we ask. So I would ask for help. And I believe that they're waiting to help us and to guide us to where we need to go to get that help. So, And I think it makes a big difference. It will make a big difference to the planet when we clear up. There's a lot of emotional toxicity, yes. if you want to call that, around yes. Like, yeah. and it's somewhere and it's having an effect. And I believe that it needs to be cleared. And I think, well, my book, I'm trying to help people understand that bigger picture so that they feel more at peace and more comfortable, even though there's trauma around and they're seeing it, that when you understand what's going on, you feel, you feel better. You, you understand. Yeah. And, and to understand that, that the trauma is not just an expression of what's happening right now, because so often we'll say, well, it's because of the virus. It's because of this, it's because of that, but it's bigger than that. Everyone is what you're saying. And is that you're seeing past life trauma come up right now, right? That's right. It's just, you're watching a lot of people who have this trauma surfacing. They don't know what to do with it. (laughs) Well, that's Right? right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So the what we're saying is, you know, there are supports and don't automatically, you know, if we if we just kind of stay in the small box that it's about this, we might miss an opportunity, right, Karen, 
to clear the trauma. Um, and when you do that, I always say it helps a lot of people, not just you, because it seems like it's a self, like, it's not like getting a massage, right? <laughs> I think we think, oh, well, or getting your, uh, you know, some, some kind of your hair done or something. I think we think of sometimes into those terms, oh, well, do I get my hair done or do I get my past life regression? Right. And, <laughs> and I think it's, a, I think it's deeper than that. Right. It's not yeah. because we tend to say, well, what do I really want to spend my money on? Right. And what we're saying is sometimes if you invest even just a, at the, whatever's feels right for you, it can help with all those other areas. It absolutely. Right. And, it, and you are so right. It makes a difference to a lot of people when you clear that up because you're happier in yourself and your, your energy is shifting and that has an impact on everybody around you. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's exponential. It keeps growing. Really? It, it is. I love that's a perfect way to say that. So thank you so much for coming on emotional detox and sharing again, her book is called lost soul. Why soul, how changing past lives shapes our future. Her name's Karen joy. And thank you, Karen, for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Sherry Anna. I love, oh, yeah. I, I'm so pleased you had me. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. What is your website? My website is uh, life between lives regression.com.au. I love it. Okay. And this is here for everyone. So if you need to replay and listen to that again, go for it. <laughs> um, until then, I want to remind everyone, all my listeners, that your emotions matter, processing them matters more. And also, thank you for, for showing up. We couldn't do this work without you and for being open and willing to, to listen and to share. Until next time, thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Cleansing Live with Sherrianna, go to EmotionalDetoxNow.com today.